Hey, this is Lane Frank, Score Sports, and you're listening to the People Podcast. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the People Podcast. We're on episode 34, and the star of this week's show is the most electric 14-year-old in the country. His name is Lane Frank, and his show is called Schoolyard Sports. Lane has an exciting presence and an encyclopedic knowledge of sports. As a big sports fan myself, his show stood out to me right away. I wanted to hear more about Lane's story, and thankfully, he was down to join the show and talk about his journey. So without further ado, let's get to it with Lane Frank. Lane, thanks for taking the time. How's it going? Perfect. Well, I appreciate the intro. You call me most energetic in the country. I mean, yeah, I just love doing my podcast. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course, man. Well, I want to begin with the beginning of your journey. Before you started Schoolyard Sports, what initially got you interested in sports and broadcasting? So I originally got into sports, I'd say like when I was seven years old. But then when I got into broadcasting, it took me a while to kind of get into it. I started in 2020 with my own show before that called The Lane Frank Show, kind of filming it on my camera. Again, I ended up doing 10 episodes of that, like 10 minutes each. I still have them up on uh, Instagram. But, um, yeah, then I did that. Then I found TV podcast, best podcast producers in the game. And then they just took the show to like, a whole other level production-wise. And I feel like I came along with that. That's my content as well. So, uh, yeah, I just really wanted to get into broadcasting when I was 12. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you got started, Lane, because as of now, you've done over 70 episodes of Schoolyard Sports. What do you most remember about launching the show with your first episode? My first episode, wow. Uh, I remember it wasn't that great. I was fidget. I mean, I was talking way too fast. I, the content, I feel like, was there, but I feel like I've come along more as a broadcaster, as a content creator, a little bit more. Well, I got to give it up to you, Lane, because you sound great on the show. You have complete command of the microphone, and your takes are spot on. What's the process been like of getting better with each and every episode? So for every episode, I'll watch the episode each week, and then I'll kind of just go over it. If I see something, usually I'll find something I don't love that I do on the episode, say I'm looking away from the camera too much or talking too fast. Next week, I'll really try to capitalize on that and not use my hands as much. So, I mean, every week, I try to come up with new content. Uh, new segments is whether it's creating a new segment or just tap or just making another segment like top end quarterbacks in the NFL. So yeah, that's yeah, pretty much the process of making the episode that they've gone on. Right on. And you mentioned that your show, Schoolyard Sports, is under the DP podcast umbrella and they're also behind the podcasts of Michael Rappaport, Ben Baller, Josh Hart, and more. How did you get linked up with them and what's that been like for you? Of course. So yeah, D V podcast with that Jordan Miles guys, everybody on that team over there, D V podcast. I originally got uh, over there with the podcast. So my brother followed Ben Bowler for a while. And when Ben Bowler, I think, did his one-year anniversary of his podcast, my brother saw it and said, hey, you're doing your little podcast right now. Let's get in contact with these guys. So we did, and then everything just took from the moon from there. Production-wise, content-wise, I'd say, yeah, it's been amazing with DB. That's great, man. Yeah, watching your show on Instagram, on YouTube, it is a full-on production, and everything looks really good. But, Lane, not every 14-year-old has a podcast, let alone an awesome one like yours. But on top of that, you're also getting guys like Lil Yachty on the show for an in-person interview. How did that particular interview come about, and what was your favorite part about it? That was from my brothers, Drew and Jamie. So I've met Lil Yachty a couple times. They used to have their, they have their sneaker store. My brother's called uh, Kickpin. Then they have their clothing site called Contra Hills. So they got in contact with Lil Yachty, my brother, uh, uh, Yachty well. So then he was in El Paso where I lived for the Super Bowl. He came over, we should watch the Super Bowl, and then we did a podcast interview. 
So that's probably my favorite part. Then Joe was want to ask him, like, who would you want to be if you're an athlete? And he said Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's a dog. He's a corner. He's awesome. Yeah, I believe he picked the Bengals to win that Super Bowl. He was yep, a little off did. on that. Yeah, but hey, still cool that you were able to sit down with him. Um, For sure. Lane, I'm sure before you started broadcasting yourself, you were inspired by other broadcasters. Who would you say are some of your biggest influences in the industry? Biggest influences in the industry? Wow. Uh, I'd have to put Colin Coward probably top of that list. I mean, last year, every single day I would watch every single segment of the herd. He's probably, I mean, Mike Greenberg up there also. These guys are just, Pros at what they do, just two great uh, sportscasters, two of my favorite sportscasters out there right now. Awesome. Yeah, Colin Coward, man, he is doing his thing. Um, and you're a young guy yourself with your whole life in front of you. When you look ahead, what is your dream job in the broadcasting industry? Well, my dream job in the broadcasting industry would probably be working for maybe like a ESPN or Fox Sports, have my own show, like how Colin Coward is his own show, Stephen Ennis is his own show on ESPN, Gabe Bayless is undisputed. So, and then maybe doing some side projects, like how Shannon Sharp also has his, like, podcast. Gabe Bayless also has his pod, uh, podcast. So, just those things. So, I mean, that's, that would probably be my dream job. Working for a big network, having my own show, being acclaimed as one of the top broadcasters in the world. That would be a dream of mine. I love it, Lane. Well, I'm looking into the future, and I see all of that happening for you. I'm, I'm really excited to see what's next for you, man. Um, I know you cover just about everything in the sports world on your show, but who are your favorite sports teams and your favorite athletes? So my favorite sports teams, I'll go for college football and college basketball. Michigan, no matter what, biggest diehard Michigan fan. Michigan football, Michigan basketball, Michigan anything. You can put them up there for anything. And then for uh, NBA, I'd probably go New York Knicks, just major New York uh, fan, your sports fan. So then Giants also for football. And then that's my favorite baseball team by far. And then um, favorite athletes, maybe Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, two of my favorite players in baseball right now. Love watching Shohei Otani. I think Juan Soto may be the next Mike Trout. So those guys are pretty fun to watch. In football, I mean, we go crazy. I'm going to put Justin Herbert out there. Justin Herbert's just – he's an amazing player. I was very high. I've been coming out of college. You know, a lot of people weren't saying to a time about it was better. But I love watching Justin Herbert. love watching Saquon Barkley. All these electric guys in the NFL have to put up there. And then NBA used to be Julius Randle, but after the season he has, don't know about that. Although for uh, two of my Michigan guys, Duncan Robinson, Jordan Poole. And then Jason Tan, just an amazing player. Jason Tan, Zion Williamson, Wade Healthy. They're still my favorite athletes. Yeah, I want to touch a little bit more about a former Michigan Wolverine that you just talked about. I'm a Golden State Warriors fan. I've been in the Bay Area my whole life. How fun has it been for you to watch Jordan Poole just evolve into a superstar in the making? I'm going to take this back to when Jordan Poole hit the shot against Houston in college in the 2018 NCAA tournament. So Michigan had a pretty good season that year. We were losing that game. Jordan Poole, freshman, comes in, zero points in the second half. Drains a three-pointer from half court to win the game, sent us to the Sweet 16. We eventually made a national championship. And then he came back next year, had an amazing season, declared after John Bilon left. People thought he should have stayed another year, which, I mean, I probably thought it was fine, but he's, he's proven to have a great NBA career. Had a pretty bad, uh, rough first season. But then last season, showed up pretty well, especially in that playing game against the Lakers. Showed up LeBron them pretty well. And so then this year, obviously, got robbed of the most improved player. No day about it. I think he definitely should have the final season off the winner. So, Jerome Poole's just been amazing this season with the splash bars, third splash brothers. Yeah, Jerome Poole's very exciting to watch. It has been so fun to see how much he has gotten better and better as his career has gone on. And then sticking with the NBA, you said you're a Knicks guy. I know it was a rough season. Uh, what would be your off-season plan to uh, retool and be better next year? Off-season plan, try to get Donald Mitchell opportunity number one. We saw the Jazz lose last night, Donald Mitchell. 
didn't all those staff. He never made the conference finals in his tenure as Utah Jazz. I think it's just evident, evident to happen, him to leave Utah Jazz. I think this team would be New York Mets. I mean, New York Knicks. He's a huge New York Mets fan. So I love New York, and I think New York Knicks would just be perfect for him. Probably going Donovan Mitchell there, and then maybe find a guard, another guard, and then be a draft. I could see it. Donovan Mitchell in the big lights of the Big Apple. That would be quite the show. Um, all right, what about outside of sports and outside of broadcasting? What does Lane Frank like to do for fun? I like to play video games. I mean, mostly sports video games. I don't really play, like, Fortnite, Call of Duty, those games. Love to watch movies, especially Marvel movies, DC movies. I like looking up directors, interesting stuff like that. The cinematography definitely interests me a little bit. So movies, I guess schoolwork, since I'm still in school, I have to do all that. And then, uh, yeah, movies, video games, that stuff, exercise and all that interests me. I have work. What's your console of preference, Xbox or PlayStation? Because I tell you, I'm on FIFA, Madden, NBA 2K. I'd love to run the stick sometime. Uh-huh. PlayStation, no doubt. Never had an Xbox. PlayStation, 100%. Okay, I'm an Xbox guy, but eventually we're going to have to link up and play a game. <laughs> yeah. Last but not least, Lane, what's next for you in schoolyard sports? Is there anything exciting on the horizon? Yeah, we definitely got some uh, some stuff coming on the horizon, especially this summer. I don't want to reveal too much right now, but yeah, we definitely, I mean, it's done better every single episode, come new content. We're going to obviously discuss the NFL draft next week, NBA playoffs. So just in the summer, we're going to go big on baseball and maybe get a lot more guests. So yeah, just that stuff, really trying to build up for the future of Squared Sports. Love to hear it, Lane. Well, thanks again for taking the time. I love your passion. I love your show. And I would love to reconnect sometime down the road. Appreciate it so much, Brian. Thank you. What a fun chat with Lane Frank. If you haven't listened to Schoolyard Sports yet, you need to change that ASAP. Lane is a talented kid with a lot of passion and a lot of knowledge. So check him out. In the meantime, I'm going to get busy with episode 35. So I'll talk to you all next Wednesday.